Before we start today's episode, I want to give a quick shout out to Zencaster, which is a podcaster's best friend. Trust me when I tell you this. Zencaster is like the Shopify for podcasters. It's all you need to get up and running as a podcaster. And the best thing about Zencaster is that you get so much stuff for free. If you are planning to check out the platform, then please show your support for the Founder Thesis podcast by using this link: zen.ai/founderthesis. That's zen.ai/founderthesis Hi I'm Mukesh Kalra here and I'm the founder CEO of ET Money Ek minute ruk jao ready hone do Chalo ye kar lete hain this could be a great intro Indians are amongst the highest savers in the world but the way in which we save is changing the trusted financial advisor who used to help our parents save is now replaced by a plethora of investing apps and one of the biggest apps for investing your money is ET money which helps indians manage more than 3 billion dollars of wealth mukesh kalra the founder of ET money talks to akshay dat about starting up failing and starting again he shares his insights on how to scale up using a product led growth approach without burning crazy amounts of money in marketing and their path towards becoming a highly profitable unicorn listen on to the decade long journey of a fintech pioneer we started selling phones and uh, then we actually figured out that selling phones to companies is like great and uh, because they have a larger requirement of phones and, and there we actually so that was that was probably my first startup and uh, it was quite crazy and probably the first startup turned a profit <laughs> so that was that that's how, that's how we actually got into really into building business so why did that become a long term gig why was it like just a short term gig probably getting into mba became like a very natural thing that first we do that then figure out a way to build the business so what what did you want to do during your mba like you know, like finance sales what like so it was marketing and finance and so, so first job then uh, was with future group and uh, and like a management trainee program which is the usual when they send you everywhere i was managing the store at nasik i think that actually formed a very strong understanding of consumer behavior frankly speaking it was not very deliberate i i thought that let's see how it actually pans out and the way the consumer behavior actually evolves with like small incentivization and how if we used to announce offers on yeah. like you have a 1500 bill and you get like 1 kg sugar free like and if you do the person calculation on that is like it's like 1% off error or 5% off at max yeah yeah yeah, yeah but the yeah, very yeah. fact that it is like 1 kg of sugar is coming to be free right it feels substantial it feels substantial right and and then mm-hmm. how do you bundle those products together how do you actually so we used to announce uh, an offer on on say a category of say clothes right like or shopping and suddenly you could see from the top that mm-hmm. how the whole movement of consumers inside the stores is rushing into it and then you move it's very like amazing to actually so it it formed it actually gave me a very good uh, insights into looking at how consumer behavior gets shaped i think that's the best training ground in retail to actually do that and then i figured out retail is not great for me personally and that's how i got into nielsen and that was more on the consulting side doing research quantitative research and qualitative research and there again i think one of the biggest projects that we did was what was with google and and that actually okay. again brought me back into the whole world of internet and that was an amazing exercise because what google was trying to do was where are the next 100 million users are going to come 
right? So that was like uh, a very big exercise. In, and then post which I decided so that... This was like a project management kind of a role that you were doing, like managing that research project. Yes, yes. And also actually kind of a, a full-blown recommendation into where the users will come from and all that. So end-to-end project was there and it was fantastic because... It, it combined consumer understanding and also how internet is getting used and everything. And that actually led me into going, saying, okay, probably this is the space that I should be in. And there, that's how the whole journey into the startup world for me started. And so in movies, first product was not the ad platform, right? Like I, I, I M code. Yeah, yeah. I, I was the one who built it, M coach. So it was it was amazing. Like just a product that that was the version one, right? Like yeah, yeah. We said that people don't know the deals that are running around around their locality, and SMS is a great way to at that point. Of time, SMS was great, and then oh. people used to actually ask for. It. So we had a SMS based platform to search hunt for deals, right? And and it bombed like big time, like. <laughs> <laughs> And we we found that everybody bloody knows the deals around and they don't want to actually know it upfront. The the then the fun is in the chase of the deal than getting the deals. But I think one big learning was that how wrong can you go, right? With with your or probably you know the shots that you have to take, it can it can actually be like like go down. And and thus and the second one was the shift. I think the biggest learning there was that if you're decisive enough in that situation which the the team at that point of time was to actually pivot the whole business and become ad network was i think a learning of a lifetime because like august we decided september we we said that you know august we knew that this is not mco is not going to be the uh, thing september we decided that we are going to be you know mobile ad network and and the and sms was just one part of like the whole thing uh, earlier plan was like that sms is one of the ad formats and then you actually shift to online and in in december we were ready with the first version of the of the product and 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 the only insight was really saying that there is a company admo which google acquired later that was doing like 300 million ad impressions a month from india and we were we were so shocked that and they used to publish reports by by geographies to our work how much how many ad impressions are happening and we were shocked that there is already a business out there and that's that actually got us thinking and you know and the whole team was i think super very very decisive that that's the pivot this is what we are going to do and this is the timeline that we have and uh, immense learning out there and you know there is a funny story around that also is that so you know so what happened was when this transition was happening we did not have much money remaining in the in the company because we had spent all of it in our previous shot. Hmm. They must have raised just like a small friends and family. Seed round, seed round from movie agents. And, and, and then we, were, we stopped drawing salaries. And it, Naveen came and said that we cannot have, give you salaries for a few months. And we said that, okay, we are into it. So better be into it, right? And then after three months, Naveen and Abhay said, Kiar, we need your credit cards as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I said, you would like, you know, no salary and then you're taking away our credit cards also. But I think, but you know, it was, it was very like a shock. And I think we got bonded so well because of that in those instances, right? And we were like all in, like, take our credit card also, take, we'll figure out. And it was, we knew that it is a short term thing and we will figure out something or the other. And that was, that was insane. And so, 
and after that it was quite a turnaround like in in the first 6 months of launch we actually became uh, very big we ended up raising you know in mobi ended up raising a big series a at that point of time was from planner perkins and all that and from there the journey was like phenomenally uh, there so i was there for 3 years lot of fun great great learning to actually you know from zero to actually you know 2 billion ad impressions a month to almost a Fifty to hundred million dollars of top line, and and then from say five member team to almost like three hundred four hundred member team. So that that actually was I think a very compressed learning time for me personally, and probably that gave me the confidence to start my next venture into into the financial space. So I continued to head the product piece. Okay, for for yeah. the the buyers of inventory or the suppliers of inventory, ha. Huh, so I was I was on the demand side. That's what we call the buyers, the advertiser side, right? So the so demand side and the whole. Okay. Then there is this whole network component, the pricing engine to ad serving and Gorthons to matching the inventory. It's like a very very deep, interesting ball game, right? And to build a network because it has this demand supply matching, then no fill rates. all that and there are like tons of stories around it right so we can go on and on i think it will take a lot of like you know how do you how do you actually build a business like we we were always kind of uh, like there there used to be these you know mobile mondays right at that point in time where where people used to talk about mobile how mobile is becoming big and all that right and we were the guys who were saying that there is a there is a mobile ad network also which is tight trying to match like put ads inside mobile phone and people used to say that there, there is no content only what what are you guys doing how where are the ads coming there is yeah, yeah that was like the 2g era na yeah the 3g the 3g era but you know it was like vas related right at that time and we used to always get mocked because we were building a category out in the in the market we we could see the opportunity but a lot of times it happens right like as as a team you are very clear about that there seems to be a very strong opportunity and the whole world is like questioning it right so it's part and parcel of a category build up at that time so so you know so 3 years into the into into inmobi and phenomenal experience and uh, and then that gave me the confidence that we can take our own shot at at some at one burning problem which has been close to our minds which is in the financial space and and that's how we started money sites which which we ran for 3 years which became part of times internet so how 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 did that become a we like who is we here so so santosh and myself have been through and through along together no he has been my engineering batchmate to to like through and through journey so we have been together for like donkey years like 16 years now and and so santosh and i actually started money sites with probably the same vision mission problem statement that you can talk that we can actually uh, that we are today also solving at in at et money and yeah so 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 that's how the journey into the financial space fintech actually started what was the the vision like, like what was the thesis when you started money sites so if you if you really look at it even today for people like you and me more retail oriented consumers the financial life or the decision making cycle right from which products to buy to the whole piece of how to do a transaction or and post transaction of how to managing because financial products are not like one off purchases that you can you can just buy and you use it and you are kind of instant gratification you are actually buying into a product which is for a long duration long time like sips for example in it money are like perennial in nature so if you really look at that cycle there are huge amount of frictions and it leading to like a worse outcome for consumers 
and and that actually became and we came from the world of technology we, we came from the world of mobile and we said that we could actually apply our understanding our deeper understanding on this to really problem solve these friction points on a continuous basis and then there was this whole another thing that had happened at that point in time was there was a regulatory change where the commission for the agents at that point of time which were there in the space were cut to like one third and and which means that now there has to be a much more stronger efficient way of actually you know connecting consumers to the products right and online and became like a like a good solution to that so so and i think that has been the continuous thing that how can technology help us help our consumers or indians at large to fix their financial life and like way back like 2009 is when you started money sites i mean none of these enablers were there no like like even something like a payment gateway must have been like a challenge to set up and so so tell me about that launch journey like how did you what were the things you needed to you know assemble to actually launch it off and like that that zero to one journey yeah i think i think the first one was to actually first assemble the team which is i think everybody has to figure out a way to actually get it going and the and the and the whole thing was that how do you actually conceptualize the whole problem statement well and there we actually drilled down created a created a very strong experience layer in terms of how today then we fixed the whole statement like financial life is a huge problem right like it it can it is very abstract in nature when i say financial life so we actually said that okay there is a there is a part of life which we should be starting with and that was wealth and that's how we focused sharply on mutual funds at that point in time as well and we said that this is the best financial product for any retail consumers to start growing their savings and and the, and and then we created like a full first level was to actually uh, you know getting a team one part was that because till the time we don't raise money it becomes challenging to get the team so we had few people on the you know doing working with us on a on a part time basis we then got got someone to do prototyping for us so that we could raise money so we did the prototype we raised some money and that's how so so bloom ventures like karthik i think they were also starting at that time we were probably the second check of first check of bloom and uh, bloom was there then there was a angel investor prasad who was who was md asia pacific for ibm at that time and and navin himself had invested from in so so i think we had a we had a good bunch of very strong board in that sense and how much did you raise in that seed round we raised 250000 so it was it was a good to actually start with and then we actually built the whole platform with the whole thing that uh, users can, can come and and start on their journey of understanding the products well and all and but but what happened was that while we had a good was it like commerce focused like like users can come compare and then buy like like yes. that was yes it was also decision making focus that you could actually understand a mutual fund like there is there continues to be that battle of so many mutual funds at that time also is the same companies with with so many categories of you know products and how do we actually help people make a make a very clear understanding what is a good one and what is a bad one and and then we and you, you how did you like have the mutual fund tie up like was there like a like a distribution broker or an agent through whom you making these available to consumers or did you like go and get that that relationship yes yes so we had to actually do like 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 integration with the mutual fund companies right and the good part in the mutual fund space is that there are central companies which for order processing right so all the all the mutual fund companies actually have for example camps 
as one of the companies which handles their whole order processing, right? And and settlement and movement of units and everything, which are called the RTAs in the space. Similarly, scams and cargo. So we would actually first tie up with the mutual fund company and then integrate with CAMS. And that's how we would made we could actually make uh, a transaction happen on online at that time. Yeah, okay, okay. And, and you would get that uh, distributor commission. That we would get the distributor commission. Yes, yes, yes. And and that's how that's how it actually was uh, planned. And uh, like multiple multiple iterations around it. I think we checkboxed all the rookie entrepreneur mistakes that you can think of. <laughs> like we were getting money when we were looking to raise at that time from from two people, Sequoia and India Cushion, and we said no, we want like five x of that. Because we did our plans are bigger and all that. So I think some kind of these and then then it did not materialize to the point that we wanted. Then whole point of rapidly scaling the whole thing and getting getting the team quickly onboarded, you know, with with and like we learned a lot about really ensuring that people understand the finance bit. Like we we could get people very easily, but to actually we underestimated the complexity in making people understand who is building the product or designing or coding. To really get them into into the groove of of this, and and I think uh, so. You know, so tons of those things that we uh, could have done better. But I think one big learning at that point of time for us was very clear that you might have a very strong team, a great product, great sounding board, could have raised more money. But if you if you don't have market power with you, it's just if market power in that equation is zero. Then everything gets multiplied to that uh, market power. While a lot of consumers were online, it's not like people were weren't online. But the but the whole transition of the whole uh, market wasn't or consumers wasn't towards doing you know highly involved transactions. Right? So that was one. And then we said that why don't we actually go to you know and tie up with people or companies who have a huge base. And that's where Times Internet came into the picture. And we said that we want uh, you, we have this great product platform. You have a huge consumer base. And uh, we could do a strategic partnership where we start to power the content ecosystem with with financial services. And that was our, our larger plan was to actually move into 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 a larger space of multiple things on, on the financial life side. And, and eventually what happened was Times Internet actually started liking the team, the product and all that, right? And then then the whole acquisition happened. And and then it, it took it took a lot of time, frankly speaking, for it to happen. And in between, like it took like the first shot was was there and then we were not on page. Then we said that okay. And during that time we had lost all this team, frankly speaking, in terms of running the business. So I joined back in Mobi, so Naveen said that why don't we come back and was there for two years. Then it was a steel company, and on the side we were trying to figure out what to do with uh, money sites. But but was it still transacting? I mean, were people still transacting through it? Yes, yes. So so it was it was there. We were we just kept it on the on the back burner because there was we were and it was it wasn't autopilot. It wasn't thriving. Yeah, it was an autopilot. We were trying to figure out what to do in that sense. And then after two years of the whole discussions and all that, Times Internet Satin said that, why don't you guys come over and start and all that. So that's how I started the, I came in and then we started the whole ET money. So, and as as part of me coming over is where money sites also became part of Times Internet. So because the product was ready, so like the, the go-to market for Times Internet became super quick. Yes. And also, I think it was it was about actually also getting a team in place which can really 24 by 7 focus 
on the fintech space and and the good part was that like we had i had two options frankly speaking to go with tanks in hit or to actually raise some money because now after 2 years the market has actually market had actually become far better right the consumers had actually 2014 consumer had actually come online a lot of things were starting to actually come back to the point that we wanted and and it was a it was a very interesting decision and i think a lot of people could uh, probably take cues from making those decisions as well is to you know eventually i think when you're doing a startup it all boils down to increasing the chances of success for your startup when you because when you're starting three out of you know 100 startups actually become like uh, a huge huge companies right so you when you're starting your the odds are actually stacked against you right now how do you take that 3 to 30 to 70 to 80 and it is how one one has to look at it. and so so one option was to actually raise some money try to figure out and then build it out the other option was to say that okay what is the important what what are the most important success factors in the space one is trust second one was captive audience third one was a was a long term what do i say understanding that it's a it's a long term business like no financial services company you would have seen is built within 15 patient patient capital and also a longer term horizon to everything that you do right and uh, so no so those things were actually really fitting well with times internet we could actually go to market faster iterate faster with real be soup without much capital required right and and the longer term horizon that okay it makes longer term alignment in the sense that this is not like a 5 year 7 year gestation this is going to be a, a at least a decade long shot and only then it will become so and and then the and the and then the another important aspect was to ensure that there is complete entrepreneurial freedom which which ensures that you are building it without any constraints or baggage of of it being content led or it being so that actually really all these three four things which which are important for making a financial services business or fintech business successful were actually fitting so it was it was better so like in a way this is again like a zero to one moment for you right like because yes. when times internet acquired you you had like a basic product in place with those like the the connections in place in terms of being customers being able to transact but no traffic assets right like like yeah. not too many transactions so so then what what did you do next so we've been taking multiple shots right we we started with with saying that you know really focusing on mobile first as as a very strong focus area from 2015 onwards and we said that we we continue to focus on what we understand better and where the where our edge is which is where wealth orientation again from so all the learnings we had of during money size days we brought in there brought into it mini and we that's how we actually started to uh, build the whole uh, thing out you, you were telling me about you decided to be mobile first like like focus on mobile that was one thing so i think the 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 underlying philosophy of building it mini has been more is the underlying i think philosophy or or the problem statement still remains at last the same for mass retail consumers there's still the friction of whether to take uh, friction or around the whole financial life or the journey is very very high and and how can we make consumers make more informed uh, decisions and when eventually when you start taking better decisions towards money you become more confident about it right at the end of the day so that's 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 the underlying philosophy and then we actually started building towards this 
started with the mobile first we saw that everybody was porting from just to web to mobile at that time and and that actually gave us a very different angle into creating a string of innovations is when we said that okay if we have to impact like at a at an india level if we have to enable consumers to start investing then we need to solve the onboarding problem right and how do you solve the onboarding problem because there is so much regulation around uh, kyc and all that so because we are mobile first we could use the whole selfie feature to do a video kyc so we were the first company in the space to actually do video kyc and that suddenly became like you know and then we piped the whole you know you could actually start investing literally within within 30 30 seconds to 1 minute depending on whether you are kyc that became like a big growth engine because then almost 70% 70 to 80% of our users were new to investing before this how did you do the kyc like the person would have to courier some document or like what what was the process like yes so you, somebody had to actually go take the documents verify that they are there they are like so there is this in kyc there are two components you have to you have to ensure that there is a proof of identity there is a proof of address and there is a there is a liveliness check that the person is actually alive so all these three checks and then the documents that are provided are actually originally seen and verified it's called osp like so you actually need a person out there to do the kyc literally right and and all of this because we could do on mobile and now it has become like obviously everywhere it is like paperless so the completely paperless transition to actually which were what was a very high friction way of starting to invest and probably one of the biggest reasons that people did not actually even if there was intent they were not able to invest was was there and uh, then we actually looked at how do how do we ensure that people are able to create sips faster right we we actually launched something called as instant sip where you could actually set up an sip within 30 seconds again we 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 were the f- some of, one of the first few guys to actually ride on the upi thing to enable transactions in in mutual funds on upi then a recent thing came in on aadhar so we were the first companies company to do aadhar based sips so so i think uh, a full focus on ensuring that we solve for the uh, what do i say the ease of transacting or was was one string of innovations which actually helped us keep on growing the other set was on on the whole thing of how do we help even make better decisions right so we we have a product called a report card which is which helps you as consumer understand a mutual fund and it reads like a english it is not like dense where people think it is it is very tough to actually understand and whether a mutual fund is good bad ugly you could actually understand it and it's the other thing that we did was that while technology can really remove the frictions right it can increase the increase the transparency to be very very high right and 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 that ensures that that we actually have been very clear that everything that we put out on etmoney has to be backed by data so even if it is a report card you will see that it is so well backed by data that you believe that not believe that it's it's fact based right so there is zero bias in the whole in the whole product itself and so so you say it's been it's been a string of theme of products which are around helping you make stronger and better financial decisions by simplifying and if you really look at it there are two or three big underlying you uh, know principles one if you at a very macro level if you look at india there is still 1.2 trillion dollars actually sitting in savings account and deposits the rate at which the financial assets 
for example, you know, savings account, deposits, equity is growing at 2x the rate than physical assets, which is real estate and, and, the, and the likes. And that is actually, which is called the financialization of assets. That's happening at a very big, big level, right? Because, and if there is so much money that is, that is lying, that is moving to financial assets and a huge portion of that is actually inefficient, right? Because my favorite dialogue to everyone is always about savings account is a sure shot way of losing money. Because of inflation. So your inflation is eating on a daily basis. It's not like it's it's like a one year phenomena, right? And you imagine that at an India level, such a huge amount of money is just sitting idle in, in the one of the most inefficient places to for it to grow. And if you really look at we are a three trillion dollar economy, we aim for becoming five trillion. One trillion is lying inefficient, right? So there is this huge impact that can be created, right? So that is at a very macro level. Now, the other thing, uh, core principle is that consumers like retail consumers are actually in a state of or are stuck in a loop of misaligned incentives. So what do I mean by that is you look at all the service providers who provide you financial products, right? Actually fall into two large categories. Either that service provider is is commission-led right or that service provider is transaction-led like and when i say commission-led that means that that service provider is making money off commissions right and when i say transaction-led that that business is making money by charging you per transaction if you like to hear stories of founders then we have tons of great stories from entrepreneurs who have built billion dollar businesses just search for the founder thesis podcast on any audio streaming app like spotify ghana apple podcasts and subscribe to the show what is an example of this transaction lit so transaction like brokers for example right, 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 right. yeah yeah when you do so, equity so, huh, huh. so when you're doing a during a transaction or doing trading for example you're charged on per transaction right and 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 in mutual funds uh, a lot of people and uh, regular mutual funds are there so we said that this if you really look at it both these both these approaches are actually not really bothered about what is your financial outcome. They're not aligned, right? So a commission-led player will always keep on selling you products which have higher commission. And if everything said and done, the business optimizes for revenue maximization. And you cannot really, at scale, you cannot really stay away and say that, nah, I'll be great to you, but I will less make less money. That's like, I think it's a, it's a, it's a false alarm for consumers. Too. And, and then the transaction-led ecosystem also does the same, right? Because it will keep on the whole ecosystem actually drives you to make more and more purchases. Because if you do more purchases, more buy and sell, more buy and sell, more buy and sell, then you actually make more money. And in this, again, whether, whether a, whether a transaction is profitable or not, it's not really, nobody's caring for it, right? Whether you're reaching your goals, nobody's caring for it. So I think there is this whole ecosystem which is not really aligned to consumer outcomes, right? I think that's a huge, and when that happens, and that is the biggest reason, I think the breeding ground of mistrust that we keep or every fintech company or every company wants to say is that we want to solve for trust because there is so much mistrust. I think the reason for that mistrust is these, uh, is the ecosystem, the way it is approaching the consumers. So, so we said that we, there is, there could be a third way to actually create a much more impactful business by aligning ourselves deeply to consumers. So we said that in mutual funds, for example, we don't take commissions. We we offer products which are direct plans, direct plans. So as a consumer, you earn 1% higher returns. So imagine that the, the commission that was going to, to an agent, that is getting added to your returns, right? It's like that. 
and that gives you higher returns by its very design simple you don't do anything just convert your regular mutual funds to direct you are actually 1% up right and then it compounds like a huge sum on a on a yearly basis right and and that was and and then we also don't charge for transactions so it's a completely free platform but you're not doing equity right matlab well, transaction is only for equity no? we are not no no so even for mutual fund transactions right so you can come on it many decide which mutual funds to buy and do the transaction and manage the whole life cycle right so that's that's one large so we disrupted the whole commission led ecosystem in the mutual fund space the confidence that we've got is from the consumer love that we've got right which is because we took that hard call and aligned ourselves to consumers what it does it it makes us completely unbiased right as a platform i don't and like we never push you to buy a mutual fund like a specific mutual fund because it's it doesn't make me money why would i so i would you know as a et money company we are always so geared towards giving you the right solution which is completely unbiased so that's that actually brings in that solves for the trust problem head off and if if you really look at it it has it worked at least from the numbers that we've got up till now it clearly showcases that this is working for a simple fact that for today we drive close to 600 crores of new investments mutual fund investments every single month from the app right so that's close to a billion dollars of new investments happening from one single app we we help consumers actually manage 3 billion dollars of their whole investments from the whole uh, platform right we have close to like we were we were the fastest company to reach 10 lakh sips a month which which leads to close to a 250 crores of sip every single month now while these numbers are a great we are proud of it and all that but for us what it signifies is that people trust us with that much money right that means we have we've got the we nailed the problem of at least trust in this in the space by ensuring that we are providing that kind of experience which is completely unbiased and and i think so so that's this one piece that actually then we added you know more products which are like nv when did you uh, pivot to direct plan so that was in 2018 and how how are you like monetizing how are you making money to meet expenses like yeah yeah so so no, so, so we started with with, uh, with mutual funds then we actually have been iterating around other products which which are part of your financial life which is insurance and lending so we have been iterating around that those two products we don't promote outside but they are actually part of the solutioning itself and we make money off uh, of them at this point in time which is which is a cross selling business okay okay so mutual fund is like a customer acquisition tool essentially like you you get the customer in by offering a direct yes. plan yes you don't make yes. money there but once the customer is in the ecosystem then there are other opportunities to serve yes. his needs yes, yes. and and the, and the great thing about being wealth first as a company right is cashbacks are not allowed so we i cannot give you money to actually invest that's like i think the best thing that has happened <laughs> because otherwise what has happened to people who have been giving cashbacks right and uh, so literally what does that mean is if 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 the users are not incentivized to use the platform they have to see real value right you will and if if that means whatever products we have put out on the on the table for the consumers are actually working for a simple reason that they're finding a lot of value right so i think it's the second thing that a wealth first business does is it it automatically has a good creating credit of high quality right so people who invest are actually people who have saved money right and they have money and that's why they are actually saving right so it's not like you're going to people who don't have money and then giving them money which is lending which is a different 
Paul came out. So here you are actually having a having a very strong audience, which is which is actually high quality. The the third thing that it does and has done for us is there is a huge retention that we have been able to get for our consumers. So people who have transacted on ET Money Punts, their year yearly retention is at 94%. So I know that once the user is there, that user is going to be with us for a long duration, for a very, very long time. Like if you do the math, then it is almost like 10 years because yearly only 10% of the users are going. So over only 10 years, all the users will be gone, right? So I think uh, that I think is is a huge, huge advantage. And once we know that there is there is consumers are coming high quality and they are high quality and they're retaining, we can actually then go into the journey of solving their other aspects, which is what are the needs. So like our whole buildup has been more audience led, I would say, than than so to say a shiny toy based thing. lending lending so, or today now new banking is the new new big thing. Can we actually attach new banking? So, I think it's more about what the consumers are guiding us to build. Like when while when we are iterating around insurance, we are not making insurance like a typical sell. What we identified is that a segmented approach to insurance is much better than actually a direct a direct sale. It actually focuses the whole effort to say that based on your this based on your profile. These are the set of insurers that make best sense for you. And this is how the whole journey starts. So it becomes more, more and more customized. You're able to do a more personalized recommendation. Yes. After yes, understanding the user. Correct. correct. And, then, and then similarly in, in, in lending, we found that a lot of users were actually three out of 10, three out of 12 uh, times in a year, right? With three months out of 12, there was a gap in terms of having money in the last week. So, so which means that we need to not have like personal loans stabbed into it, but actually having a solution like a credit line or a early salary or, or for that matter, can we actually give, how do we enable a user to actually have very small ticket sized loans, which can be given back very, very fast. And to actually keep on doing that multiple times is very painful, right? Like, and you go for taking a loan, it's like an exam, yeah. Yeah. So we we actually then said that, okay, we know, we understand the profile, we give you a line of credit. Which line of credit is where you can just dip into whenever you want a 3,000 loan to a 5 lakh loan, you can actually take and pay back whenever, the way you want it. It will be good. So it became like, so the I, the larger point that I'm driving is that all these are iterations, experiments that we are doing and all that. But it's more what our audience are actually uh, need. It's more audience driven than market hype driven. And that has served us well. And no, no. now the journey for the future is, is very, is more exciting now because we have this huge consumer base. We have people who love us and are retaining on and transacting like regularly on our platform. We have solved for their lot of problems on the wealth side. The transition is now about saying that where is this, what is the future landscape or future that is that is happening and that is going to happen. And if you really look at it, the whole part is around like transaction is the whole thing around around doing transactions or enabling transactions is like becomes a commodity over a period of time. Like, the way you would do a do a transaction on, say, a Flipkart versus Amazon is more or less the same, right? But the real value for the consumer is always about what happens before, which is helping the consumer decision. The second is about about post transaction. How do you actually manage, right? And we actually deep dived 
during the whole understanding by understanding the consumers to where what are the next next level of problems that the consumers are actually and and that consumer deep dive actually threw like really amazing insights right one was that i think the whole covid piece and lockdown actually has has a huge impact on how people look at money so what we found is that covid really forced people to look at their own lives in a very different manner right like i want to live a life differently because i there is no certainty of what can happen right like i can i could die anytime so might as well so there is this whole self realization that has become huge in the in the segment right and when you want to live life on your own terms the number one question that you ask yourself is do i have enough money so we are we are seeing consumers you know going away from that fixed mindset ki i want to just do like study get married buy a car house and then retire and all that is actually thrown out of the window window now right there is this amazing sexiness about disproportionate rewards right like retiring at 30 retiring at 30 and saying that retiring at 30 not owning assets right which is which actually curtails my freedom so people are prefer preferring renting even if they can afford a house or buying a house right like people are preferring to go on travel experiences more than actually saying that i want to own anything so i think i think there is this whole change in terms of how the whole thing and in this whole change there is this evolving mindset right which is which is what is actually triggering and making money center stage because now money is being looked at as a as an enabler for those aspirations right that if you that if i if i don't really think about it now 5 years hence i cannot retire right it's not possible only it's impossible so suddenly money has become so center stage right into our decision making and this which is great and that's why you see like there is so much inflow of consumers inflow of retail investors to wealth creation wealth space right and this is like a permanent behavioral shift right because once you have wo bolte na ki dimag ki batti jal gayi ek baar then you will go it's like that right it is happening and that's why you see so many people coming and uh, investing right so i think that's that's a huge huge you know change that is there but if you really look at it it is actually also leading to one big problem which is like every product that is being thrown at the consumers right is getting lapped up and what happens in that is that it's great because the industry grows really well but you know fast forward 2 years once if you invest and start investing today fast forward 2 years if you bought like six different products like three stocks five mutual funds two cryptocurrencies if at all right or there is this invids there is bonds there is like so many products that have been actually lightened up it it actually leads to a very big problem which is about how do you then manage right because addition of one product into your bouquet doesn't actually increase the complexity linearly right and one word one product versus two product versus three products actually become like it's an exponential it increases your cost of managing really really large cost of managing is one and when i say cost of managing it's more complexity right that how do you now actually kind of like a, what that leads to is then a state of full confusion like if you have so many like a simple question of i have more money where should i put now should it be this stock that mutual fund or how do you do that there is this confusion right if you have to remove money where should you remove money from like the market is up should i be doing something to my portfolio the market is down should i be doing something so like this state of confusion is also rapidly increasing with the inflow of users and as more and more products are being bought what's your customer acquisition strategy what does your funnel look like and you know uh, how has that evolved over the years so when you like uh, started off in 
like 15, 16, at that time, what kind of monthly customers were you acquiring? Was it by virtue of Times of India's news websites? Were they the main drivers of traffic? But like, you know, so tell me about that. Yeah, I think first two years, it has been largely Times Internet led. And, and, and actually also because the product experience, the reliability of it, the unbiasedness of it, the whole proposition of direct plans, right? Actually ensured that we have a much more stronger word of mouth, right? And that has continued to be very strong because we perceive to be a much more stronger brand in the space. The product experience ensures there is... See, see trust is also about not having su- surprises during the experience, right? Like reliability of it becomes like that. So I think that has ensured that our customer acquisition is has been always more organic. So if I do a cut off our customer, customers acquired through organic channels, which is not big channels versus paid channels, it has continued to be 70-30. So 70% of the users are actually getting acquired via either word of mouth or reference. So one user referring other and and that's and and the thing is that in all this you cannot incentivize the user, right? So there is no way to actually kickstart till the time you continue to provide like deep value. And and that ensures like our cost of overall branded cost of acquisitions are much lower, right? So something like, like say if, if like in the newspaper, the Times of India newspaper, if there is an ET money promo in that, that goes into your organic channel or your uh, paid channel? Like it goes into a paid channel. That's it. There's no free free ads. There are no there are no no free lunches. <laughs> so uh, and I think I think it's also uh, it's also from a, the way to look at that is that Times Internet and the whole ecosystem is still one of the channels, right? And and for Times Internet also to promote ET money at a lower cost versus actually looking at other other options of other advertisers there is this understanding that it has to be at a at a at a price at a market rate because otherwise like times in it is losing right in that sense so i think there is this clear understanding of keeping it at at market rates and the good the good second order effect of that is that we really build an independent company right like what happens tomorrow if we are not able to use the media right suddenly that becomes like a big challenge right so i think and that actually made us really think hard or build like crazy amount of growth stack like our probably our growth stack in terms of driving users right from once they install the app to sign ups to doing the band check KYC and everything is is I think one of the best in the in the in the space or probably in India. Like there are there are forty to fifty individual journeys that get triggered once the user comes in. So for example, when you as Akshay's come in, based on where you are, what kind of information that we have about you or the or the system has about you, and what are the possible interactions it's doing, it keeps on giving you a completely personalized way of moving you down the funnel or moving you to the next step. Mm-hmm. Like you try and predict what product would interest me, whether I would want to do research first or what. So, so uh, Multiple things. Like like one is that if you know that there's an intent to actually say invest in a mutual fund, right? And, uh, and you've shown an interest in actually looking at a certain type of mutual funds, then the home feed that you see on the on the app is personalized with that intent. Right. So, so, you know, so that's where the first layer of our whole focus on personalization started to come in. So what does the app look like? Like, like, what do you mean by a feed here? Like, I mean, I, I thought an investment app would straight away show you a dashboard and like what you, yeah, 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 what yeah, is yeah, the value. Yeah. 
So I don't know. You have to go there. So what it does, it actually first gives you gives you a dashboard of where you have invested in into what what products and what is the you know profit loss and where the what the value. Then it gives you a, a set of cards, right, which are hyper personalized to you as Akshay. Like if you if you're looking to actually understand more about mutual funds, you will see a video which. There is this another loan initiative that we have, which helps you actually get better at investing. Like one of our YouTube channel, for example, being a brand has close to three hundred thousand subscribers, three lakh subscribers, and and we and that is on the back of not doing any sensational stuff. Like there is no news, there is no there is no stocks. We don't talk about stocks. We don't talk about IPOs. We to- don't talk about themes, right? So imagine that all the clickbait that is possible that we have actually removed, right? <laughs> and 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 I think it works because we understand our audience really well. We understand that the audience wants to un- wants to learn about investing, how to make those smarter decisions, right? And and then we because that has a what do I say? The action can also be taken from the app itself. It just bridges the gap from okay, okay, I understood this. Now I can actually implement it there. So the whole journey of 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 realizing or working or learning to actually implementation is like really short circuited, right? And that gives you a very big high because you could implement it right immediately. So and and the other underlying principle has been that we'll not do anything which is not really helping people take that informed decision. Like smarter decisions has to be a core. Philosophy into creating that content, right? And that actually ha- has helped. So now that content becomes whatever we have. That engine becomes part of your personalized feed. Okay, and that that could be like a report on a mutual fund, a video. Yes, a video and like all a that. blog or an article on how like, to learn Correct. something. Okay, and or even a offer for a loan or like products also could be part of those cards. Products could be yes, products could be part of it. But I think it's it's a function of like like the whole challenge is if we actually push you products right then we know for a fact that doesn't work like if we are after you to buy insurance it doesn't work like that we tested out and our 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 test very so it's a very uh, till the time it is not personalized you're not going to interact with the feed right it's like you're used to actually interacting with the feed of cards. Or feed when it is super personalized, right? And it actually solves the intent that you have come to the app with. If you not come with the intent of buying insurance, even if I show you like the first block, you will not go for it. And it's a it's a negative experience. It's a waste of energies, waste of a I think a very important moment for us on the system that the user has. Like every minute that the time is spent has to be moving towards making. So so most of the feed is content then. Like like 80-90% would be content. Content is there, then insights are there about your portfolio. Right. The third thing is about there are insights like what is going wrong. We launched a product called Portfolio Health. So what you could do is you could import your all your mutual fund investments that you've done till now since 1990s and and see how they have performed and it's Seat first seat in on one single uh, screen, and then you you know compare their performance insights and all that. Now, if there is anything wrong that is growing with your portfolio, the portfolio health as a product highlights those problems. That are you are you over invested in 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 say small cap stocks, underlying stocks, right? So if you have like hundred rupee or one lakh rupees into five mutual funds, and you have like a huge portion of small caps, then you are actually on a you need to actually do something about it because because the huge amount of risk is sitting on it so it actually gives you a lot of these insights which again are very exciting not 
to be found anywhere and that engages the user solves there and makes them more smarter again right on on making decisions about this okay. do you get like you know do you get user data from other times apps like if i'm using economic times will that help you personalize your app more no first is we can't get data for a simple reason of data privacy because i think i think that we have stayed very clear and ensured that neither do we share data in that sense and uh, because i think there is a there is data privacy that is important and when it comes to money related data specifically it's all the more important right so i think we have stayed away from from creating a, a layer of data exchange between so and it actually kind of works pretty well because i think the whole data set actually is getting utilized in that in the in the right context at all points i think at the moment it becomes like federated also everywhere then the like i think the whole problem around data has always been about can you actually really use it for the for providing any end utility to the consumers right unfortunately most of the data that people actually want is to sell you something right kiara chai know your these five things then you are a very high properties buyer of this product but i think that is a very limited utility of data like but the real utility of data is to actually kind of actually give you a positive outcome from the data that you're providing i think it's more we are more geared towards that than uh, than actually kind of thing and then because of our our product of portfolio analysis and health right where you could import the portfolio and this a lot of users actually also bring their portfolios on the on the atmani app so that is that is another what does that uh, mean like bring the portfolio or import it or like what does that mean like does it mean that you are now the intermediary through which they can sell it like is that what it means yes and no and you have to do something about it some process is there so that it becomes part of our aum or like there's some some migration like if i bought it ha ah, there is a migration yes there is a code migration that you have to do and then it actually will be will be counted in our but what it does it actually to the end consumer it is a huge advantage right like you can bring a, a lot of people have invested in mutual funds in like like 5 years ago when the whole tax season comes everybody starts to and you know, all the everybody will come in and they say ki bas elss me dal do and all that right or or put in this this fund that fund and that person is then vanished so do the product vanished right and then now you don't know what has happened to that but 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 the good part or surprising part of our or surprising pleasantly surprising aspect of our product is that you get to suddenly see the lost money like it's like it's like that dollar that that money that you had not seen and suddenly visible right mm. can you like enter your pan pan or aadhar or something and and then therefore see what all investors yes so you know, so we have the the beauty there is that you don't have to actually manually input anything ah okay Got so it. you just you just kind of log in and and we have we have done integrations to ensure that uh, your portfolio can be bought can, can be uh, imported and brought to ed money seamlessly with your consent and it triggers a report the report actually has everything and then that report you can actually forward it or upload it and and it actually picks in everything part of it so it's so so i think there is the, there is this whole personalization piece that i was talking about right now that does multiple things that actually engages the user ensures that users are actually moving into the funnel also and that actually is has created like a uh, a huge impact in terms of our our business because our sign up to a user transacting ratio is like 2 to 3x of the competition right 
and and hours our transaction to repeat transaction ratio that is also 2 to 3x like when i say retention like almost 45 to 50% of our transacting base actually transacts every month okay highly engaged hmm. so it's engaged and these engagements are not like low value or frivolous engagements right which is like watching a video like i'm not just watching a video which is of these are like real transactions being done about growing your money and these are not like small transactions like not a 10 rupee kind of transaction or 15 these are transactions in thousands right and the other other impact that it had on our has on our business is that every year the average ticket of the investment is actually rising so i think there are like multiple second third fourth order benefits and that makes the whole business also much more like efficient and more scalable and it actually and that can only become when the when you're solving a lot of consumer frictions what is the current tickets average ticket size investment average ticket it's 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 22000 right now so like on an average right so it's just pretty it's pretty good yeah yeah it is, and, it is extremely good. and and you know and you know on an on a, in a year a user invest anywhere between 1.2 to 1.4 lakhs uh, on equity so it's and every once you've started your journey then you will keep on continuing right so our average aum has grown significantly also per user so you know so from a business perspective we have this amazing situ- amazing set of things that have come together there is a there is an external turbo engine that is tailwind in the market and because of our product capabilities we are actually able to ride on that like like if we if we actually started building right now then we would have not but because that underlying principles that we need to focus on consumer outcomes focus on providing unbiased advice and that is actually helping us to ride on that way so uh, what is your path to like profitability L- like currently how much of your uh, transactions happen which are monetizable like like which means that insurance or lending and how much time do you think it will need and what kind of what is the roadmap there like sure so firstly what is happening is that at least our marketing is the marketing money that we invest is actually paid for by the by the insurance and lending business so it's like it's like a very simple economics out there that if we if we make enough money we can actually invest enough money so it's like that so so like a, like our marketing budget is decided by our revenue yeah, okay, okay okay so, okay. so it actually like insures- that's that's like an internal call you've taken to to ensure discipline that you don't yes. spend and what you make on marketing yeah yeah and and we're not compromising on our growth, growth targets right so i'm not saying that but i think the the future is about as i said the future is about be removing beyond transactions we launched a product called genius uh, last week 9th of feb it's a subscription it's a, it's a membership which actually gives you access to uh very strong investing strategies which are pers- which are personalized to you like uh, direct equity or mutual fund so no so there are there are few things that we actually learned during our journey right as to we said that okay we have to move towards making consumers smarter and actually helping them take right decisions and so i remember i was talking about this whole problem of you have so many products state of confusion right and that state of confusion leading to like wrong actions or no action in that what we realized is that one big gap in the space is about there is zero personalization right like like a mutual fund that you are buying is exactly the same mutual fund that anybody else is buying and 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 when they, when it is not personalized what happens is you end up actually getting 
confused more like it is if it if the market goes up or it or the value of that investment goes up and it is not personalized to your risk appetite you will actually take a wrong call so what what gs does is it actually first understands helps you understand your own personality which is why i investing which which is why i investor personality test assessment tests that you mm-hmm. done yeah, like you've, risk appetite and duration stuff like that it's 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 like that but but there also i think the the usual way has been that you we ask people ask you like three four questions right and based on with what is your mood you become an aggressive guy or you become a conservative guy and imagine that your recommendation is based on those four five questions right we said that if the recommendation of where you should be investing and how much is dependent on such an important aspect of your personality we have act- we actually work with the company called centonic which is based out of uk which is which is which is a specialist in behavioral finance so they have a lot of models which actually predict with high amount of accuracy what kind of person are you what is and there are three components to it that how, what is your aversion to loss or how much how much loss can you bear right what is your level of confidence in your decisions that you make when it comes to money what is the what is the financial understanding that you have now basis these three aspects it gives you a risk score and then it actually says that okay and there is a range to it that a risk score is not like one number because you as a person are not one number like based on your situations you can you'll be acting very differently with, with you and then it recommends that as akshay if you are a strategist which is which you are open to actually you do research and then you actually take a uh, take invest take decisions in life it recommends you a investing strategy which is which is personalized to so and and it factors in the time horizon in that so you know how much so uh, it actually recommends you investing strategy which has how much which which gives you a percentage that you should be invest in equity in domestic equity in international equity how much in debt and how much in gold which is called asset allocation right now another big insight around asset allocation is that if you really look at your investment people are chasing this multi bagger stock or something very life change karte like literally that's what it's a greed or homo or whatever you call it the disproportionate rewards that i talked about right people actually want like paisa dalo or 10x ho gaya there is this whole chase right people are having but imagine in your portfolio if if a stock has grown by 10x right and if it is just 1% of your of your overall investment even if it runs 20x right you're not going to actually make any needle moving impact right but but you know with the investing principle is that if you had 60% of your money in equities right you would make far far more money than that multi bagger right because your a percentage of your portfolio into equities decides your returns and that's that's the principle behind asset asset allocation and this is what i think world over the cons- the best of the investors in the world have always asset allocated and created more money Right. So, do you actually execute also, or do you just give a report saying that this is your allocation that we recommend? No, no, we execute also. Absolutely, right. So, we give you a recommendation. If you are saying equity, then do you pick the equities also? Yes, yes. So, you know, so these, are, so it gives you strategies that okay, you if you are a strategist, you have a horizon of ten years, right? You can bear more volatility or more risk. Then high growth is your strategy, recommended strategy. Inside that, you should be say seven, eighty percent in equities, ten percent in debt, and ten percent in gold, for example. Inside that, you have two ways to execute that strategy. One is via mutual funds, and one is via stocks and ETFs. 
So inside equities or uh, inside in in uh, mutual funds, you will you will have all these equity debt and gold represented into by by index funds. So we don't actually do active managed funds, index funds that actually lowers cost and increase. And in and in inside and in mutual fund, we, we go one step ahead and tell you how much in large cap, mid cap, and small cap. And that is also index based. So it's more blow down. So you get a very well diversified portfolio. That is one outcome. And uh, again, you will also recommend in large cap this in mid cap this fund. Yes, yes, exact fund. I'm saying, I'm saying. See, the problem with the whole world around uh, all these advice is that, as you rightly pointed out, it's not implementable. If I give you all the gyan around asset allocation, can you actually do it? No, no, not at all. Yes, <laughs> not right. <laughs> so there has to be a system. So that's that's what actually genius simplifies. It gives you an asset allocation which has traditionally never been available to retail consumers like you, right? And that is the power of technology that it brings in. Then it recommends you how much you should be investing in which fund, in which stocks. And stocks may, it actually tells you top eight stocks also of the market, of investments there and in what proportion that you should be investing. What is the cost of this subscription? So the membership actually costs you 249 rupees a month. Which is extremely reasonable. Which is extremely reasonable, right? And the, and the second thing that it does is that today you can be in the perfect allocation, right? Based the basis the market. But what if the market signals have changed? What do you do then? So it gives you monthly rebalancing, and that is a simple three-tap experience. So we so the system, so Genius is actually understanding the global markets. We have integrated with close to eleven data vendors across the globe to actually understand what is happening. Is the market how is the price movement in the market? What are the interest scenarios? What is the multiple multiple factors that actually and then recommends you? So every month you get a rebalancing uh, you know option which you can tap and get to your best allocation. And that's why it is like a continuous exercise. The underlying principle is what I think the best of the investors do, right? Like Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett's two rules of investing has always been that you know, never lose money, right? And the second rule is to never forget the rule number one. Yeah, wow. Okay. I hadn't heard this, but this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so, so Genius is geared towards actually ensuring that it keeps on minimizing risk versus actually a principle which says that keeps on maximizing returns. So the idea is that if you minimize risk, your returns will always obviously be higher. Is this also what's called a robo-advisor? That in the US, there are these robo-advisors through which you can yes. invest. Yes, yes, yes. In a way, yes, definitely. It's very, very close to that, right? So there is Acons, which is which has this similar kind of service and and well simple in the in the in the Western world. There are like tons of services which have scaled to like a multi-multi billion dollar opportunities. But I, so, so I think I think this is this is what the second thing that it does. It actually understands how you need to keep on rebalancing and and keeps on reducing risk as you move forward and increasing the returns. And the last part is that with our backtest of this, you know, whole strategy, it is proven to actually give you close to uh, 1.8x higher returns, close to an 80% higher returns over various you know periods of time, and than a be- than the benchmark, and also protected you. Additionally, by forty percent, when the market is you know deeply corrected. So, so I think it's it's been it's actually fits into the whole consumer segment, which is which has a lot of products, which is confused of who is confused about what to do about it, and it actually is not like something that care you. It's not a black box like you just invest and it goes away, and then you know, what is going to happen? It's not like not putting money on autopilot. It involves you 
but makes you feel that is the right thing for me to do and gives you that confidence right so yeah we have, we have launched like only on 9 feb so it's been So th- this is like a pretty uh, big bet on the path to profitability, right? Like, like this could yes, because it yes. is priced in that way where it would have a more mass appeal. Yes, yes, and the and the remember the principle that I talked about that you know whole ecosystem is geared towards not aligned to you, right? Now in in this two forty nine, we are not charging you for transactions, right? we're not taking any commissions because underlying products are there so you can do you have unlimited access to those strategies you have unlimited the transactions that you can do you have unlimited there is no cap on investment amount yeah yeah you have no incentive to rec- recommend a over b because of sub commission or any such thing we said that we need to remove this from our way of building the business itself the moment you actually take that sense and the beauty is that now everybody in it money is geared towards really delivering those like there is that's our now business model right so it's like completely aligning and and obviously it also has to actually deliver value which is beyond transactions because so it actually goes into the into what we believe is going to be the future aligns ourselves ourselves completely to the consumers from a strategy point of view and uh, kind of third thing that it does it gives us a gives us a very unique position in the landscape right so that's that's definitely a big bet when did this go live 9th of feb like last week okay and what what kind of traction are you seeing like so on the first day we saw a subscription getting bought or a membership getting bought every 5 seconds it was and i think i think it seems like while it's too early like it seems like a very good fit to the audience that we are chasing which is not like a very very early or low income absolutely fitting our sense is that there are at least 5 billion those set of users in this in the market who have this burning problem we need to figure out a way to and we all, also have a huge base right which can quickly upgrade so i think it's it's worked out it's too early but the signs are like super encouraging yeah, yeah is there any other company which is doing this like a robot advisory in india not really like the way probably probably the way we are actually built it in fact we over a period of time realized that there is no precedence in in either the indian market for this product or even our even the whole dynamic asset allocation model that we have in the world it was very kind of like like it keeps on changing your asset allocation based on market signals every month like all the asset all the other you know advisories have been putting you into a fixed number that 60 hai then 60% in equity will continue for like another 5 years so the the whole dynamic thing is and that gets rebundled bundled with rebalancing becomes like and the third component of it being hyper personalized right it's geared towards akshay only like akshay's investing strategy even if even if say you know stuti gets it then the investing strategy could be the same but the proportions in each of them of equity will be different so i think these three pillars are there which are actually probably hitting the node with the audience so like by 2025 uh, what kind of revenue do you see et money doing uh, by revenue i mean not like the the asset investment of that the, the direct plan but like what you would be earning and we we are gunning for close to a 600 crores of revenue by 2025 and i think it's it's not my personal stretch target so i think we can get there and what will be the split of this how much from genius membership sales how much from insurance how much from lending these are the three sources of revenue right yeah. like insurance lending and genius it has to be primarily genius so i think and and there is a there is a clean shot at it for us 
from where we see today. It's a unique space. Nobody has gone for it. We have a huge base. We will double down aggressively. Yeah, that would be like how many genius members would you be estimating by 2025? Close to 2 million. So and and that and that seems like a like a possibility. Obviously, it will need those kind of investments as well. And uh, I think at a cumulative number, if we can hit that, I think we are home. Yeah, uh, broadly, I think anyone earning more than a lakh a month is a potential genius target, right? Yes, and also one of the experiments that we are running is that are new to you know investing users also going for a genius and uh, and the surprisingly it's like a lot of people because they do a lot of research are actually understanding that this is a great way to also start not like really kind of way so i think if it if it becomes like a like a great way to actually even start your first dollar or first 1000 rupees into investing that would be like a great great unlock for the consumers also and and for us as well yeah Genius would also be relevant for uh, like the, the tax saving janta. Like there is that whole audience which comes in in March to invest so that they save tax. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Because tax saving, you know, in tax saving you have limited options, right? Like, or or would you then within those options figure out what is the best asset allocation? Eventually, we will will figure out for sure because that's that's one big area that happens that. That you know everybody starts their investing journey with taxation as a as a yeah yeah yeah. yeah. But what we realized is that uh, while there is this whole chase of actually saving taxes, which is which is should which is there, but you know on a like if the the investing has strategy has to be tax optimized as well to actually ensure that you have. So we will we will de- definitely this is the first big step that we have taken, and Genius will continue to evolve into like rapid uh, value additions over a period of next 12 to 24 months. A uh, lot lot is there to come. So, so like if I have 5 lakhs to invest, then, then Genius will ensure that the tax optimization happens in terms of that 1.5 lakh going towards tax saving instruments. Uh, that, yes. Like that's the that's the uh, evolution. We don't provide it today, but that's the, that's the most logical evolution that mm-hmm. we can. The only challenge is that if you have uh, tax saving, say for example, mutual fund, then they are logged in for three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can't rebalance. Yeah. So, so we need to actually figure that out. But I think, but then if if they if some component of it is actually, and the second part is there is no index fund around it, right? So, so that is another thing. So I think both the things have to evolve from a from a ecosystem perspective to have tax. But but it's it's a it's a great point actually. So while there is no competitor in terms of paid like subscription based robotvisor, but then there are these robotvisors which are offering investment where they make a commission like like this deserve and stack money like like these like wealth management apps where they yeah. have a similar goal. So so you are taking one call that okay we'll invest your money into direct plans, but we'll charge you a fixed subscription, and then they are taking a call that customers may not pay a fixed subscription, so we'll. Uh, yeah. the commission. So, so what's your view on which which of these theses will play out in what way? I think it's actually it's very early. Like there are multiple ways to solve at it. Our reason, I I can comment about our reasoning behind it. Right, is to say that if I'm commission led, then it's tough to be unbiased. It's not tough. It's just impossible because at some point in time you asked about six hundred crores. Right. What is the if if I have to earn like five hundred crores, I have to maximize my revenue. What will I do? I will say, okay, this is the product which gives me higher commission. That should be part of my recommendation, right? So I think it becomes uh, kind of challenging at scale to be to be unbiased 
if you are commission led or purely transaction led i think if you like the founder thesis podcast then do check out our other shows on subjects like marketing technology career advice books and drama visit the podium.in that is t h e p o d i u m . i n for a complete list of all our shows before we end the episode i want to share a bit about my journey as a podcaster I started podcasting in 2020 and in the last 2 years I've had the opportunity to interview more than 250 founders who are shaping India's future across sectors. If you also want to speak to the best minds in your field and build an enviable network, then you must consider becoming a podcaster. And the first step to becoming a podcaster starts with Zencaster, which takes care of all the nuts and bolts of podcasting. from remote recording to editing to distribution and finally monetization if you are planning to check out the platform then please show your support for the founder thesis podcast by using this link zen.ai/founderthesis that's zen.ai/founderthesis